proudest day and the proudest time and the, the seat of a relic here because that day and that hour and those minutes I got the butt between my teeth you know I really stood up and was counted and said this is not getting away I remember when we pulled on our helmets and, and, and Donald says to me what are we doing I said we're going for gold Barrett that's all we said I can still picture that run that was just the best best run ever Crunching Gears. Let's talk rallying. Episode 3. In this episode, I'm delighted to be once again joined by Connor Edwards and Adam Hall. Lads, you're very welcome. Thanks, Kevin. You've you've got the podcast bug with the, the start of the rally season. So yeah, the pressure's on and they keep on doing it. That's for sure. That's for sure. Thanks, Kevin. Nice to be back again. Yeah, uh, this weekend, the one past there is was quiet in terms of rallying at home with the safari rally still going on and our lads out there doing reasonably well, uh, but more of that another time. In this episode, I catch up, or we catch up with, I should say, as Martin Brady, and he'll tell us all about the American Rally Association Championship, which starts this weekend. We also catch up with Paddy O'Brien, who's taking part in the Killarney Forestry, and then Darren Curran, uh, competing in the Northern Ireland Champ- Tarmac Championship this weekend as well, uh, co-driving for Arne McLaughlin in the Fiesta WRC. So, it's, it's, you know, the season really kicks off, I suppose, now this weekend. So, like, we had to look at the American Championship with so much interest there from an Irish point of view, and no better man to catch up with than Martin Brady. So let's hear Martin's thoughts on how it's going to go this weekend and for the whole season. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the US has been somewhere that I've competed since I think it was my first event there in 05 and then joined Seamus Burke in 2010 and I've been there every year since and always um, there's such a backbone of Irish competitors. I, I think if there, if the Irish were missing from any entry list, it would be a much thinner entry list on any rally in the US. So, and there's great camaraderie and a great community amongst the Irish and we've had, you know, there's been Irish champions in the championship. Um, Barry McKenna, Leon Jordan, overall championships two seasons ago. Uh, Seamus Burke and I have won the two-wheel drive uh, three years in a row now. And John Coyne won the R5, not last season, the previous season. And then Enda McCormick won it in last season. So, yeah, there's just every corner of the service park, or every corner of the entry list, there's, there's plenty of Irish interest. But yes, as you say, uh, big names have come into the into the championship. Um, Pastrana Block, huge household names in the US. And mm-hmm. you know the difference in the amount of spectators and people at a rally when Block or Pastrana are there. They just they bring the fans. And but we've had other people like um, uh, you know, th- there's been um, David Higgins, of course, yeah. it dominated the championship for so mm-hmm. many years. Patrick Sandell, Brandon Seminuk, who's another household name. Uh, as a Red Bull athlete and a mountain biker and stuff. So there's there's different characters that come into the sport over there that are household names and, and bring the attention to it um, more so than just, uh, we know them as rally drivers, but yeah. um, they, they, they come from all sorts of action sports and all sorts of different things. And it's, um, yeah, it's good. There's, there's, there's more and more attention starting to come on the championship now, I think, as more Europeans come and compete. Like last year, we had people like Tom Williams that came over and done some rallies. Um, Callum Devine and Josh McAuley were in at the Washington round. Uh, both did very well. Uh, Josh, in particular, he had a fastest time 
on one of the most difficult stages, Wildcat, which is Wildcat is a stage in Olympus that the, mm. the name just resonates with everyone. It's a bit like saying, I don't know, Stevenora or uh, Nakala or something like yeah. that. You know, it's yeah. just once you hear the name, you know what it is. Uh, I think from memory, it's like 23 or 25 miles long, a lot longer than we're used to. Uh-huh. And it's it's uh, it's a torturous stage. Mm. And uh, he beat the Subarus on it. But it was a stage that suited, uh, I think, a tight, twisty, suited a driver that was in an R5 that was nimble, but you had to be brave with it, and and, and he was, and yeah. uh, that was a that was a good result for him last year. But also, outside of just the drivers, Irish co-drivers have been all through the US uh, sport, and that's what, it was the Irish co-driver network that got me out there first, and a few other guys have, have followed us since, and we all, um, there's a good camaraderie of, of guys there that you know, help each other and, and back each other. And um, for that reason, the Irish have a good name in the series and in the championship, not just behind the steering wheel, but with the notes and the time cards as well. Yeah, and, and helping the organisation as well too. Like it must be said as well that there's an Irish cohort running through that as well. <laughs> there, there is, yeah. And um, in October 2020, I had the, I, I would say, the, the honour and the experience of um, being involved with uh, Rally New York, which was born of an idea from Barry McKenna just one day uh, at, at, a round had fallen off the championship uh, the, tra- the the rally wasn't going to happen and Barry in his own inimitable way just turned around and said well okay we'll, we'll run a rally that weekend instead and we, we ran a rally in New York and uh, yeah it was a great success really enjoyed it um, nice to be on the other side of the fence and uh, yeah it was good but the again the amount of Irish people that, that rode in to help that and uh, People that have experience in, in running rallies over there, it was it was great. We we got great help, and I, I unashamedly say it was a great success. And <laughs> who knows, maybe someday in the future it'll it'll come back again. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was that was that was a good one. Yeah, and it's fair to say, like because of COVID and all at that time, a lot of your organisation took place in Ireland for rally helping in America. Did, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because of the the way things were back then with travel mm-hmm. and so on. Um, I was back in Ireland and I was isolating for the 14 days mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it was all taking place by emails and phone calls. I was uh, I was isolating in Galway and but was on the phone and on emails and stuff. And I had great help from, you know, as I say, the, the, the Irish contingent, um, you know, Barry put his full weight of everything behind the rally and, and, and opened so many doors for it to happen. But uh, from the, the administration side of it, there was Sean Hassett here in Ireland and um, was a great help to me and also then um leon back in new york leon jordan barry's good driver and between us all we we muddled together and uh it, yeah it, it, it happened and it, mm-hmm. it was it was good so it was yeah it was unusual to, to organize a rally um <laughs> before I, I i finished one of the rallies over there before i came home from my isolation and just quick trip with barry and leon we drove around the stages made a road book stuff like that picked the service area that sort of thing mm-hmm. i took copious amounts of notes and then came home and did uh, Google Maps and Google Earth and all sorts of things. And mm-hmm. yeah, sort of up until it was boots on the ground back over there, it was, yeah, I was running a virtual rally. So it was, <laughs> yeah, it was different. And I mean, that's yeah. one thing that um, the the pandemic and the way the world has changed with things now, like, you know, time cards are different. You don't yeah. submit your time card. And mm-hmm. so different ideas came out of it and stuff like that. And you have so much more things like putting in your queries um, online and, yeah, things, things, some things have improved because of it. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we're we're out the other side of it now, and we'll we'll keep those things as positives, and it'll the, the the frustrating side of it will just be a memory soon. Yeah, so we're looking forward then to the twenty twenty two season now. 
nine rounds. And like, mm-hmm. I, we, like sitting here in Donegal, I can't take on the vastness of the, you know, it's from one side of America to the other. Like, it could be like a two day trip, maybe more to get from, you know, base to <laughs> the, the next round as such. Yeah, for sure. Like I, the, the first time I rallied over there, I landed in New York and drove to Pennsylvania um, with, with the guy I was, I was doing the rally with, Tom Lawless. And it seemed like then, I mean, now New York to Pennsylvania, is, it, it's, it's nothing. It's a quick, it's, relatively speaking, it's a quick trip. But uh, I remember then saying, I'll never complain about going to Skibbereen again. But yeah, <laughs> we, we, we get to see uh, so much of the country and so much of the championship. Like if, if you take it just, we start off in Atlanta, Michigan. Um, Michigan's got an upper and a lower peninsula, so we start in the lower part of it of uh, Michigan. Then we go to Missouri, and we go over to Washington to Olympus. So then you're you're going all the way over to the west coast. Then we come up the map a little bit to Oregon, which is also west coast. Then we go to Ohio, which is a relatively new event, um, although it has a great history because it was resurrected from a, an event years and years ago. It, it, it does have a history. That's pretty much the middle of the country. Uh, mm-hmm. Great stages, uh, very different. Um, you know, the, the weather even is very good. It can be very humid when we rally there. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people struggle with the heat there uh, at night because, well, more the humidity than the heat. Um, I found it okay. Um, but then, you know, I went to Colorado for another rally and because of the altitude, uh, I was wondering about the people that struggle with the humidity in, in Ohio. I'm going to think mm-hmm. it's, it's, not so it's not comfortable. It's not that bad. Yes. And then I went to Colorado and, you know, uh, I, uh, I learned a different lesson there, which is the altitude and the dry heat. Yes. Um, then we go to Maine for a rally that's uh, so close to the Irish contingent on the East Coast. That's almost like a home event. It's the New England Forest Rally, and okay. uh, the event I've done the most in the US. So it almost feels like a local event. But that's part of the fact that you have so many Irish at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, an event that Niall McShea has won in the past. You know, so there's been there's been Irish winners. Um, mm-hmm on that event for, for many years. Seamus Burke and I won it in 2016. So it's, it holds a special place for me for that reason. Mm-hmm. And then when we were done with that. We go to Minnesota, which is a, a favorite event of mine. I really, really like Minnesota. Uh, it's, it's an unusual part of the country in that it's very rural, the area that we compete in. Mm-hmm. Um, but great, fantastic stages, like really good, uh, good surface, good tight, twisty stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's agricultural country. So, I, I enjoy home, seeing home that, that side of things. Yeah, it, 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 I enjoy it. You see something different there, you know, agriculture on, on a different scale. And the yeah. people there are really nice. I've never had a bad rally in Minnesota. Always always liked it, so enjoy going back to it. Then we go to uh, Wellsboro, Pennsylvania, which is the STPR rally, which I, the one I spoke about that's, again, closer to the East Coast. You have more Irish in that one. And then we finish up with uh, LSPR back to Michigan. So we started the championship in Michigan, finished in Michigan, but we're up in the Upper Peninsula, quite a remote area up there. Marquette, you're um, you're up amongst the Great Lakes and just underneath Canada. So that's uh, a wintry event. Um, you don't have snow, or you shouldn't have snow, but you definitely have cold weather and, and harsh conditions for that one, usually. Um, so, yeah, that's where we'll finish the season at this year. So it's, yeah, you definitely zigzag all over the, the continent all over North America and uh, see see plenty. Um, you know it's it's yeah it's good. And then the, well, there's another championship as well, and there's a NASA championship there, which is a more regional championship, and it does other events like right. um, places like Bristol, Tennessee, and that, which is actually coming. Up. So in, in area you have the overall championship, and then you have a, a regional championship to oh, give yeah. the the lo- more well we say local, but <laughs> it's not yeah. that local yeah. we're yeah. used to. 
but yeah. you have guys that can compete in like a regional championship where you can just do the West events or the East uh, events, yes. the Central events, okay. and you still get a, a championship title. So mm. it, it, it tries to cater for all. They'd be events that you wouldn't have the blocks and the pastranas at, but you still have plenty of entries yeah. and a good a good battle at them. They're good, mm-hmm. good rallies. Yeah. And, the, you know, the Snowdrift Rally this weekend, is it a rally that tends to live up to its name? Well, you know, is there a good possibility? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a rally like um, nothing else in the world because... <laughs> It's a snow rally, but it's a snow rally on studs, or sorry, not on studs, I should say. Right. I spoke. Um, so we do it on essentially what are road tires. So no studs, just in you go. Okay. Um, your choices are really you can you can take a snow tire, which is a bit like a gravel or looks to me like a gravel tire, but more open. Okay. And that works okay in the snow. And then you can have an ice tire, which um it doesn't work in the snow because it gets clogged up. Okay. But equally, your snow tire doesn't work on the ice because you don't have grip and how they how you can modify. Well, you can't have studs. You can modify the snow tires to do a thing called tractionizing, which the simplest way to explain that is they run it on like this akin to a rolling road. Um, these steel rollers with little spikes and they puncture the top of the block of the tire to leave it almost like uh, a paintbrush. So when the tire makes contact, it, it fans out a little bit, just just the tiniest bit at the top of the block. Uh-huh. And that will work on the ice. It'll give you braking. But it's a rally where you need to have such patience because you can have a certain amount of grip, you know, going forward and a certain amount of grip braking, but then you've no lateral grip and you're slipping and sliding. And not that I should give it away, but the secret to snowdrift is mm-hmm. when you're, um, you just have to have patience in the corners and patience with your notes because when you think you're slipping and sliding and losing time, you are. But mm-hmm. it's the same for everybody else. So you just have yes. to think, you just have to minimize yeah. um, the, the amount of time you lose. And if you look at videos of it, you'll see people that really could clinch that. People like Antoine Nostage um, yeah. and David Higgins, they're just so neat and straight, uh, almost like they're I, driving. I'm not getting frustrated. Tarmac. Yeah, I'm not getting frustrated. Yeah, just about don't, don't wheel spin, don't slip yeah. and slide, nothing big blurred, just, uh-huh. you know, quiet hands, tiptoe into the mm-hmm. corner, out of the corner, and away you go again. But it's it's for, for co-driving, it's a little bit different because in places everything's just white, so you have to pick your markers and, and, and think differently. And also because the speed you're doing, you're in, in the fast bits, you're doing big speed, Yes. but you need to be further ahead on the notes because the next thing, like the slow thing that's pull, coming pull the bike is coming. Yeah, it's coming pretty quick. And if you're not, you don't have the same time to, to get stopped for something. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to you have to factor that in, but it's yeah, yeah it, it's I enjoy it because where else are you going to do it? We don't have snow rallies here. Uh-huh. Um, you go to do a snow rally anywhere else, you're going to be on studs, so it's yeah. that'll be different. You'll have different grip. Absolutely. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's it, it's a challenge, you know, it's an enjoyable mm-hmm. challenge, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and you know, we should look at the the Irish contingent this weekend, like Barry mm-hmm. McKenna and Leon Jordan out in the, the yeah, the so, like it has to be it has to be regarded as probably. One of the favourites for the event. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can't look past Barry and Leon for the for the win in the event. Barry's a former winner of the event in an R5 car. Um, last year, he struggled a bit with tyre choice, which is one of those things, as I say, choosing between your snow tyre and your ice tyre. Bit him a little bit, and it, it hampered his results last year. So he won't want to have complications like that this year. He'll want to come out swinging. Um, he's in the World Rally car this year. Uh, it's a World Rally car, but not as we know it in that... <laughs> um, it's it's a it's a model it was a brand new 2021 Fiesta full aero package everything like you just would have seen you know the works guys in Sunan and Greensmith last mm-hmm. year uh, but it has a two liter engine 
Okay. And it doesn't have a paddle shift because that's not allowed in the ARA rules. Right. So it's okay. it's back more like you know sequential like an R5, but it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's quite the car. Um it's it's really an interesting machine. Uh and it for sure it has the capability to win the event mm-hmm. without a doubt. And Barry and Leon have the capability to win the event. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's yeah, there's Barry and um there's other Irish guys. We have uh, Eamon oh, Fallon. Uh, Eamon uh, Fallon, yeah. Uh, yeah, Eamon Fallon with Stephen Joyce co-driving. Yeah. Uh, Eamon Leitrim man lives in New York. Stephen Galway man lives in Crotwell. Uh, there's myself yeah. uh, when I'm and, third on the road with Kyle. Yeah, uh, Johnny Sullivan. Sorry, can we just chat about yourself there? And, yeah. And Kyle, that's a very interesting entry there. Like this is a like a race a race driver going rallying, and he seems to have taken to it. Seems to love rallying. Yeah, so Kyle is uh, a racing driver of, of quite note. He's done a lot of uh, Porsche Super Cup and different things in the US, but uh, and you know, he competed in in single-seater stuff here in Europe before he moved to the US. Mm-hmm. And then um, he his most success that I know of or that I can speak of in the US is in um, the American Le Mans series where he races in an LMP2, which is the second tier down, so it, I guess the top tier are called DPI, so they're a bit like the World Rally car. The gap to the LMP2 car wouldn't be as much as the gap between a WRC and an R5. Um, they're just a little bit behind the top class. But his team, Era Motorsport, you know, they're the guys in that class. Um, they won Daytona last year, didn't manage to defend the victory this year, had a bit of bad luck and mechanicals and stuff, you know. But um, they're, so he's doing the, the, the racing championship of that um, uh, IMSA. Uh, sports cars this year in the US so that's the main backbone of his racing this season uh, unfortunately means he missed the second round um, 100 acre wood but we're doing the full area championship we're also doing the British historic championship in uh, historic Mark II escort to the first round of that last week his first time in a Mark II and yeah. went really well from the fun factor we, yes. we enjoyed it for sure yeah. uh, we're going to do some other stuff in R5 cars uh, rally 2 cars here yeah. and there Depending yeah, on, on time, he done, and, he done uh, recently, wasn't it? Uh, the Arctic Rally. He did, yeah. He yeah. went. He tried a Hyundai out for that mm-hmm. one. Um, unfortunately, it didn't. It didn't go uh, as he had hoped. You know, the pace yeah. was good, but they came to a corner where he he said himself he learned that um, it's all fine when you're testing, leaning on the snowbanks, but when you're running thirty fourth, thirty fifth on the road, and you mm-hmm. come to lean on a snowbank that. 30 odd other things. <laughs> you suddenly find that it, it sucks in. You can't, you couldn't, you couldn't lean on it. And that's what happened. He, he leaned in a snowbank, got stuck in, and that was it. Game yeah. over. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, it doesn't take you very long stuck in a snowbank before your OTL and your your, your rally's over. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but he, he enjoyed the, the Hyundai. It was yeah. good. But this year, we're, um, we're very much in a Ford for the championship. Yeah. Uh, that's the plan. Um, We'll start the season in an R5 uh, or Fiesta. Rally and, two, um, yeah. There, yeah, Rally 2. And mm. uh, actually a car that I've done snowdrift in before, um, that particular car. But then later in the season, there should be some new shiny metal coming. Ooh. All things been well. Oh, well That's well. the plan. Um, you know, he is a good... He, he He's done some NASCAR in um, as well in a Ford car. So uh, he quite the link to Ford. So Excellent. yeah, definitely Ford is the plan mm. for, for this year. We'll, area. we'll speak about that later in the season then, all been well. And so then, hope so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hope so. And then, you know, Wal Graham, son of Ernie Graham, who, whose name will be familiar with a lot of people in this side of the, the, the Atlantic. Like, Wal himself has done quite a bit of rallying here too, but 
it's studying in America, is that right? Yeah, Will Will is doing. Um, I think he's doing a master's or something in in New York. He's uh, yeah, he's um, he's very much buried in, in studies over there and uh, does some rallying when he's when he's not in college. Um, I think he's from speaking to Will. I think he's uh, he's on a two year program or something over there. So he bought a car to do something while he was over there. He bought uh, an an open class uh, Mitsubishi Evo Ten, which is a bit like uh, say a class twenty we would have here. Yes. So it's group a ish sort of thing mm-hmm. and that's what he's in but yeah a guy that's very quick in historic mm-hmm. machinery and has yeah. quite the nice stable of historic machinery as well m3s yeah. and escorts yeah. and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. but um he had some mechanical problems last year that kept him from good results uh particularly in ohio um then also in new england but he's he's quick he just needs to string it all together mm-hmm. with a bit of luck and he'll definitely yeah he's he's a guy Worth watching in his class, he won't be that. He won't be that far away. He's he's taken to the whole scene over there, and he's yeah. going to do quite well this season, I'm sure. And like a very interesting name on the entry list is Ricardo Cordero Jr., uh, a multiple Mexican champion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, oh, what I know weird for snow <laughs> is only what I've seen on on uh, EWRC, that brilliant site that suits yeah. uh, rally nerds like like I think like I, to, to, like ourselves or yeah. like me anyway. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's the place that you go to now for all your information. Mm-hmm. And from what I can see, yeah, quite quite the driver in Mexico. He has quite a string of results behind him mm-hmm. in uh, a lot of varied machinery. Most recently, um, Citroen Rally Two, yeah. DS Three. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a long history of stuff there. Um, I'm not sure what car he's taken to Snowdrift. He only appeared in the entry list a couple of days ago, just before they mm-hmm. closed. Mm-hmm. So he could spring a surprise. He's honestly an unknown quantity. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll have to see where where he slots into it. But a Mexican on snow now could be a bit, you know. <laughs> but it, 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 it could be. You, but I, you have to I just don't him for, for taking a chance, do you? Don't you? You know. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could he could have a lot of experience. He he could surprise yeah. us all. Um, this is it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see. It it, it shows that the championship is gaining attention. Uh, further afield and people want to come and do it there was there was some South Americans that came and did the last round mm-hmm. in uh, one of these Arica uh, like the I'm, I'm struggling to think of the name of them like the Hippie 3 cars you know those ones they're they're built by Arica in, oh yes they're kind of almost a kit car kind of thing pretty much be, yeah there's some some breed of kit car five, this, wasn't it or something that something like that yeah they they yeah. They, they're, they're supposed to be on a par with uh, a Rally 2 slash R5 car on yes. pace, uh-huh. almost for uh-huh. less of the cost. But there's something that's quite prevalent in, in South America because, as I understand it, you can kind of make them look like any car. You can They're sort of like a proto car in that it can be a Mitsubishi or it can be a Volkswagen think, or a yeah. Peugeot or whatever. So, like, yeah, one of those. about them in Spain and France, but it never really seemed to take off. You know, like, I, I, don't, I don't, yeah. yeah. I haven't noticed it if they have. I no. think they have them mm-hmm. in uh, down in New Zealand, Australia, or maybe Asia Pacific Championship, or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. the cool, cool looking car for sure. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and, yeah. And then another very interesting name, like probably known not for rallying, but Vivian Campbell, like guitarist from he's from Northern Ireland originally, but uh, a guitarist with Def Leppard has taken to the rally That's stages. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I, I spoke to the guy briefly last year simply because I knew there was an Irish flag on the car and just said hello to him. I had absolutely no idea who he was yeah. or, or anything about him. Um, I, I, I know of Def Leppard, but um, mm-hmm. can't say I would listen to them regularly, if at all. 
and it was just a very nice guy. He seemed like uh, just another guy. Uh, I think it was, it, was, it was his first rally, I think, in, in Maine last year. Yeah. Very pleasant guy and uh, came home from the rally to discover that there was all this media attention to this uh, famous rock star that had done uh, Maine. And I think, oh, Shaman, really? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, um, I think at the time he said, or the, the story was that he was just going to do one or two. Uh, he hadn't time to do much touring, etc. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, it bit us all uh, at some point. The, the bug for Rally seems to have bitten him because he keeps appearing on entry lists. And yeah. uh, so I assume we'll see him for a few, few more rallies anyway. Yeah. And uh, again, <laughs> you know, flying the Donegal flag, he said it was whenever he was a child, uh, his parents obviously took him to Donegal. I think it was to see the Circuit Ireland yeah. stages and things. And that's what caught his attention. And like, yeah, and, yeah, and Def Leppard in the eighties and nineties were huge in America. Like they were big in you know Ireland and the UK or whatever, but they were massive like that. Like they were selling out stadiums right across America, you know, for twenty plus years. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the way it is. It doesn't matter if you're if you're a, a future rock star, or a burgeoning rock star, or you know, a farmer's son from County Meath. Donegal is in the middle of so many people's stories of how they how they fell in love with the sport, and that guy is no different to the rest no, of us. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, like uh, you mentioned earlier on, there, Seamus Burke. Unfortunately, Seamus is not going to be in. <coughs> excuse me, the snowdrift this weekend. But that leaves no, no, the two he's, he's not. No. Yeah, I mean, in, in the Burke household, they've they've two cars. They have an Evo, and they have the Escort that everybody knows, the Mustang powered Escort. Yeah. Uh, there was talks of going to snowdrift in that, but. I think he he was he didn't really fancy the idea of slipping and sliding on snowdrift in the escort, yeah. but it was to wait and see. And um, that car needs a bit of work. Um, it's it's quite. I wouldn't say it's a temperamental beast. It's been very reliable for any rallies we've done on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was just it it needed a bit of work. We had a lot of we put it through a lot of hard seasons. So it's a way of getting some TLC in uh, in Georgia at the moment mm-hmm. in the workshop, and uh, it the plan is for it to reappear in Hundred Acre Wood. And mm-hmm. because uh, there's a um, my the bone of my season will be the the championship with Kyle, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm available to go to Hundred Acre Wood with Seamus. And of course, if I couldn't go with Kyle, absolutely want to go with Seamus and be back in the escort for for another one. And that's the plan. I'll do any that I can. This season with James, I'm actually doing uh, the Sand Blast Rally, which is part of that NASA championship that I mentioned, yeah, right. um, and the the alternative championship in the US. Um, that's in uh, South Carolina in a couple of weeks. So we'll do that in the Evo, I think is the plan. Yeah. And yeah, 100 Acre Wood in the Escort. We've always had good pace in 100 Acre Wood. Um, the stages are quite familiar to us at this stage. Yeah. Good fast flowing stages. So I'll be, I'll be looking forward to that. Um, whether Seamus does the championship or not, Hard to know. Um, I guess he'll see. Depends on you know he's very busy at work this season. So, uh, for two wheel drive, you would be hard to pass by uh, the Lexus of Mike Cooper. Very unusual car. Not what we would think of as a as a rear wheel drive car. It's got a Lexus IS three fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried to explain to him different times he should come over and do like King of the Cone, something like that. He'd be <laughs> quite the hero in some of those events. Um, but yeah, to see a Lexus rallying uh, for us that are used to escorts and Corollas and so on being the, the rear wheel drive car uh, this thing seems big and unwieldy and lumpy but it's, it's not he can steer it at some pace yeah. I will manage with the snow I don't know but knowing mm-hmm. Mike he'll uh, he'll be quick and uh, yeah he'll be the man he's he's always ran as close in two wheel drive battles before it's always been very nip and tuck with him for the championship mm-hmm. and uh, he's yeah he's run us he's, he's put us under pressure many many times 
The other car that had two-wheel drive is actually a front-wheel drive car, uh, a Mitsubishi Mirage-type vehicle, mm-hmm. and uh, that guy, he's, um, he's, he's, he's going to be quick. It's, it's a car built in the Brad Morris, the driver, the same, built by the same company that built Seamus's car. So it's almost like, a, you know, we're rear-wheel drive, heavily modified. Seamus's car, the Escort that we're in, the Mustang engine Escort, wouldn't really fit the rule set here in Ireland because it's the shed on a so modified. It's the actual footprint of it is pretty much what if you remember the R4 Mitsubishi, like an Evo 10, oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it's sort of that dimension and it's yes. taken a lot of technology and bits out of mm-hmm. uh the rally cross cars from Sweden, you know, those um the Allsberg cars. So oh, yeah, the yeah, back yeah, of the car is that sort of set up and, yeah, and uh-huh. that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. this guy then has the Mitsubishi with the the it's just What's the back of the escort? I believe is now in the front of oh yes uh, of, of his car. Kind of one car split in half. And yeah, he's going half and he's got the other kind of thing. Mm, he's <laughs> it, it's just from yeah, adapted for a, a front wheel drive vehicle. Um, I don't know. It gets way outside of my yeah. technology. I can just about check tire pressure. That's, <laughs> that's as much as I know. If you anything, yeah. uh, notes of time cards. That's it. Yes. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really uh, uh, like you know, go you know the the rally nerd in it as well. Love to see a group of escort Cosmer from the empty list there as well. Like, that yeah, that's something to see. Mm, that's my favorite uh, favorite car of the whole rally. I think um, it's this pristine <clears throat> group A escort Cosworth that a guy Mike Turpak, I think is how you pronounce his mm-hmm. name, unearthed it somewhere. It was, as I understand, it was a barn find. Uh, it's a car that has a Ford Motorsport history. It was a Group N car. Um, so it was it it was works built at some point, uh, in my understanding, and he it was I think rallied by an Irish guy in New York, way back when in the nineties I think. Mm-hmm. So Mike got his hands on it, and for uh, the longest time I was following him on, him on Instagram as he as he built this beautiful car and he put it back to proper Group A periods back, and it's absolutely it's just for again for a rally nerd and of any car for me the, the Ford Escort Cosworth the Group A car is just it, it's my ultimate car yeah. um I've been lucky to sit in a few I wish I could sit more maybe will mm-hmm. this year with a bit of luck uh, they're just for me they're they're, they're just they're the thing that get me excited and um the detail he went in rebuilding this car one of his posts on Instagram is him setting up a laser level uh just so that he could put the the escort Cosworth uh, badges on the bootlet and he'd worked out all these calculations <laughs> of uh, how high he had the suspension where he was going to put it exactly and you're looking at that level of detail thinking that gosh this man has done that just to put the badges on the bootlet yes. obviously everything else in the car like is perfect uh-huh. yeah yes. and you think gosh it's almost a shame that he's he's rallying this car but yeah. he did snow drift in it last year as his first event and yeah. uh I uh, remember I slipped away during shakedown to go and have a look at it because I had to see this thing in the flesh after, yes. you know, salivating over it on Instagram for so long. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's back this season in it. So that'll be yeah. something I'll be looking forward to yes. walking back down the queue and, and having a quick look and checking in because it's it just stands out as such a unique thing over mm-hmm. there in the US. Mm-hmm. And then one other thing just to mention, when you get that down the entry list a little bit further underneath that, there's an entry that, uh, I think it's number 44 on the list, but it's uh, TBA, 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 TBA. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of speculation as to who that will be because oh. for the moment, there's no Subarus on the uh, Subaru course, yes, uh, uh, works yeah. cars on mm-hmm. the entry list. Um, Pastrana missing, may appear. 
Mm-hmm. He broke his pelvis in some sort of a base jumping parachuting uh, <laughs> overshoot. Like, <laughs> yeah, as 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 Travis sometimes does. Uh, he's uh-huh. he's come to to rallies before with uh, broken bones or, or or recently broken bones. So he may yet appear. If anyone can heal quickly enough and in time, it'll be Travis, and he'll be there um, because he's you know he's just he's such he's an action man in in every sense of the word and. Um, it would be good for the pace, I suppose, if he was there for the championship. But I don't know, that remains to be seen. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll know further. But I'm, I'm thinking that entry list, that uh, spot is, is kept for him. Um, but we're told it'll be somebody exciting. It's always great to catch up with Martin Brady. He has a wealth of knowledge and all things American. Um, this weekend, as we said earlier, we also start the Irish Forestry Championship in Killarney. Um, it looks as if it's going to be a fascinating event. Uh, Adam, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, Killarney's added uh, another string to their bow with with uh, the Forest Rally joining joining the Rally of the Lakes and the historic rally, um, and it's kicking off the sort of rejuvenated Forestry Rally Championship um, here in Ireland. It's the the first round, and it's looking like a healthy start. I believe there were ninety entries um, for it, so yeah, plenty plenty of competition and in different categories um up front you have Catherine mccourt and desi henry um previous forestry champions um just behind patty o'brien and jordan hone who are two younger guys and it's really good to see that they're getting a a chance for a a full season um championship assault in r5 cars and i think both of those guys will be right on the pace and Again, bringing bringing their professionalism from the the championships and um, the involvement involvement they have had in motorsport Ireland academies. Um, so definitely, it's it's going to be an interesting race at the front between um, those four guys and even behind. You have you have different ones in the top ten like Gareth Sayers and Marty Kearns. Um, are all all capable of winning forest rallies. So, so that you know, yes. there's a there's a top 10, 12 cars there. And like I'm sure yeah. each and every one of them's going there thinking, you know, if not in the fight for the one, they're like they're definitely looking for a podium place, aren't they? You know, so yeah, hundred percent. And again, we we keep talking about these entries and and when when's the rally that's gonna disappoint us it, it hasn't appeared yet. And mm-hmm. it's a Brilliant to see the interest in for Australian um, again. So, no, should be should be a good one. Should be fairly fast event. I think it's over six stages, isn't it? Yeah, six six stages. Um, seems quite compact, but um, from what guys are saying, there's there's quite a lot in them and and fast stages as well. I think the the middle stage is maybe maybe the big one, the important one um, on Sunday. So, no, it'll be an interesting watch um you have two-wheel drive as well there's going to be a good battle in there with a list of list of guys all the all the mad men in the woods um <laughs> frank kelly shane mcgurr david Condell, mickey honlon adrian hetherington like the the list that's crazy i don't know if these guys are whatsapp group and message <laughs> each other to to organize the the next carry on but it seems like this this one clarney is going to be the first of the season anyway I and like I'm sure a lot of them guys is maybe even using it as a warm up for five miles town. We know what that means to the the, yeah. the guys up around Tyrone and that like that's that rally is nearly 
almost second to the bushwhacker for some of them guys, isn't it? You know, so. That's right, actually. It's, it's pure favour now for, for those boys, Scrabble's <laughs> favour. No, it's um, class. Yeah. And Conor, what's your thoughts ahead of the Forestry Championship? No, what do you call it? It's a great to, you know, like we're at this stage now where everything's kicking off and it's fantastic just to to, to be there. Like I said previously on, on, on the other podcast, it's just exciting to be back out watching rallying again. Um, what do you call it? Looking forward to the start of this and say that was a fantastic lineup in the two wheel drive category. Uh, and there, there's going to be some fights between Gordon and Condell and Conlon and what do you call it? Show throwing Frank Kelly into the mix there as well. Um and very interesting up at the front. Uh, and, you know, Cahan McCourt, as we've seen, he's been setting some very quick times over the last few rallies that he's been out and certainly confidence is growing. So I'm itching to, to see how the, you know, it ends up on, on, on Sunday evening. Um, and Adam, isn't the, the junior category also kicking off on, on, on the forestry as well? Yeah, Motorsport Ireland have, have got their... Um dual surface championship back again this year so it's using a mix of forestry and national rally championship events um, and it sort of all ties into the Billy Coleman award um, and Motorsport Ireland Academy um, program so I believe there's 45,000 euros up for grabs and different prizes um, and obviously those guys will be guys and girls will be looking for Billy Coleman Award nominations, um, but you've you've got Rally Four and um, Junior Sixteen Hundred and Junior One Thousand, and to be honest, I'm I'm really excited to to follow that. I feel like we're we're at a stage now in Junior Rally and where there's level playing fields for everyone, and there should be a a clear a clear sign of of who the quick people are by, by the end of the year and who, who the young people to watch for the future um, are going to be. Even, yeah. even the junior 1000, that's, it's a, uh, for 15 to 18 year olds. So mm-hmm. people are, who don't even have a provisional driving license yet, which is, is uh, pretty crazy for, for rallying over here. Mm-hmm. I, and we're all also, we're always very quick to say, what's wrong with, with rallying here in this country, but the, this initiative really should be applauded. Like, this is like the, the, the what's the word, stepladder. Yeah. You know, this is, you know, you can come in at a 15-year-old competing on events and running in really good conditions. You run the, at the head of the field and everything. It's, it's, it really has to be applauded, the guys behind this initiative. Yeah, it's a perfect idea. I think there's, you can't, can't fault it. And just, uh, I guess, to have the initiative to go for it and put this in place, it's, it's really good and yeah i hope the guys get credit for putting it together and i hope um people show the interest in it and um yeah the, hopefully the they know what's out there and they start seeing um these young people who are putting in um quick stage times you know we've been used to doing that in the past 10 years with different drivers and you know they're are now shining um in, in world championship level so again yeah. this is this is just a step below that yeah i know like this is a bit of like but like elf and evans started in junior 1000 back in yeah. wales back in the day you know so it shows you know that this is a stepping stone to the very top level you know yeah that's that's exactly what we need and the guy at the the top of the junior 1000 entry is um 
Jack Brennan, who was doing the cross court um, stuff last year for Motorsport Ireland. So mm-hmm. again, it's it's just a a brilliant sign of um, what people are working on working on behind the scenes. So uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting time ahead. Yeah, um, so I actually was talking to Paddy O'Brien um, earlier this week, and um, he was able to tell us about um, his plans for twenty twenty two and. And how he was able to, um, I guess, decide to do the forestry championship this year. Yeah, as you say, a big weekend ahead. So uh, starting Killarney and uh, hopefully start off on the right foot and continue from there. We are uh, hoping to do the forestry championship and some selected BRC rounds as well, hopefully. So if that works out, it'd be nice. Very good. Good man. Um and Killarney's obviously the, the first round of the, the championship. Um, what are your aims for that one? Yeah, it's the first round. So uh, we'll be aiming high, as always. Well, we're trying to fight for, for a win, but obviously the competition's quite high down there with the two four three champions, Gahan and Desi. And also Jordan Home there as well. He's, you can't write him off as well. So, no, it's, it's, it's going to be... Serious competition. Yeah, is it good to be jumping straight onto that? Um, I know the the forestry championships always got a had a nice mix of world rally cars and R fives and Evos and stuff. But I think this year there's there's a lot of strong guys there. Is it is it nice just to jump into that and you know you'll have a battle in your hands from the first round? Yeah, for sure. Um, to be racing all the guys in the R five cars, it's uh. That's where you want to be. That's where your pace increases. So, yeah, hope hopefully now we're there thereabouts. And the the rally itself, what are you expecting from the stages down there? Um, I was just actually watching the DVD the other night. It's a uh, it's serious, serious fast now. It's a very, very fast rally, but I enjoy that type of thing. It's a bit like our home rally, the Worst Factor. It's it's very fast, so I enjoy them type of stages. So. We'll see. Yes, Bush Farkers, anything to go by? <laughs> That's a good sign for you. <laughs> yeah. Um you're you're part of the latest Motorsport Ireland Rally Academy this year as well, Patty. Um I know you have had one meetup so far. What what has the initial impressions been like of that program? Yeah, we got on to that. It's uh, a massive opportunity for myself to get onto that. So uh no, as you say, we had one meeting already down in Sports Ireland, the complex. So it was nice to get down there and see what it was like. It was just sort of a meeting to get to know each other and what we'll be doing. And to be honest, it was very, very impressive. Straight out of the blocks, it was impressive to see what they were saying. And, you know, just some of the small details of the small percentages that you don't think of when you're on your own sort of rallying. It's, it's definitely very impressive. Yep. Is that nice to be a part of that on on a local scene I guess and I know the guys like Josh have, have went from um, local events to, to BRC and obviously he's in WRC too now is that I guess it's, it doesn't get much better than that in terms of seeing what the, the programme can do for guys yeah for sure it's, uh, it's obviously working when you see Josh and uh, William you know yeah it's a, a clear path to where they're going. So hopefully we can follow that and we do our bit here. Hopefully we can do enough to progress more. Yeah, good man. Um, 
you mentioned Bushwhacker earlier. He, he obviously won that event last year and it's the first first event back after um, the break with coronavirus. Um, how how important was that win in terms of getting getting a full campaign together this year and also being included in the, the Motorsport Ireland Academy? Yeah, the Bushwhacker was a it was quite a quite a win for me. Um to be honest, before it, we, were, we weren't even thinking about doing the rally. I was in America <laughs> with, with my girlfriend for a couple of months, and we just decided we'll come and try it. So we were coming home that date anyway. So I got a car sorted for it, and thankfully it all it all clicked and we won. So from then on, it was it's just been full rally mode again. It's just mad to get rallying again. So it's definitely helped with sponsors, and obviously now the, the academy as well. Uh, it's a sort of steamrolled in, in from that that event. Yeah, good man, and obviously that that gives you the confidence that that you have the pace to to race guys like Catherine, who's uh, obviously a forestry championship. So that must be um, nice to go into this year with. Yeah, for sure. Um, it felt even at the bushwhacker there was there was loads left, so we're still learning and just making silly silly wee mistakes that we think. Well, we can improve the next time we're back out. So no, it was definitely encouraging. If I felt that I was completely flat out, I probably wouldn't be so happy. So at least yeah. there's more to learn as well. That was very interesting there from Paddy O'Brien. Like a very underrated talent, and it's great to see him. You know, finally getting this opportunity. Uh, wishing him and all the competitors in the Killarney Forest this weekend the very best of luck. So. Also starting Kirkston on Saturday. Um, the first round of the Northern Ireland Tarmite Championship. <laughs> it's a bit confusing. There's a, a Tarmite and there's a Forestry Championship run in Northern Ireland this year. So, Connor, do you want to give your thoughts on that? Thanks, Kevin. Yep, Kirkston this Saturday. Um, what do you call it? It's six stages taking place over the, the, the Kirkston race circuit in County Down. Um, first out of the blocks will be previous winner Stephen Wright and the Fiesta R5 so Stephen won um, the last time Kirkston took place which was oh 2019 I think 2020 yeah. 2020 yeah. yeah just getting confused with, with all the COVID <laughs> and all the restrictions um, so yeah Stephen would have been the, the previous winner um, we have Johnny Greer out in Sitchin C3 Rally 2 so the updated C3 and Darren Gass is number three on the door um, with um, James Carville. And Darren's also out in Sitchin C3 as well. So it'd be very interesting to see Darren. Um, I think last time Darren was out was 2019. He did something like three or four rallies. Um, oh, Skoda, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. He was in the Skoda R5. Um, and then we also have Derek McGarity in, as you mentioned, the Skoda. Derek's taken, play, taken part in the, the Fabia. Um, Derek is, what, eight times Northern Ireland yeah, champion yeah, now. Maybe nine yeah. yeah, so um, uh, like always one to watch on events like this. And last time the, the, the event was run, um, McGarty actually finished third. He was fighting for second. There was a mix up with the arrows. He added 100 yards or something onto his stage and uh, ended up coming in behind Derek McGeehan. But, um, you know, he wasn't far and never is far away um, from a podium. Um, and then also we have Aaron McLaughlin and Darren Curran who are out in the Fiesta WRC. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny McKinstry behind them. And another one to watch will be Philip Allen, who's in an R5 as well. Um, so certainly should be an interesting event. And then throw the weather into that. 
Yeah, like there's, I think there's a storm forecast for this weekend too. Like, and Kirkson, so. and even on a good day, something you know, at, at Kirkson, whatever it is about it, at you know, it's either bright sunshine or a torrential rain. I suppose is only a nice way, but but like again, that entry list, you have what again, 12, 15 uh, world. Uh, rally five, rally uh, rally two cars, or sorry, R five, rally two cars. Like, yeah. you know, where's these cars come, keep coming out? Of? It's <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it? You know. So. Yeah, I think I think there's just under twenty um, R five and World Rally cars at Carcassonne <laughs> on Saturday, which it is mental, isn't it? Um, yes. But yeah, you, you said it. Carcassonne is all the elements. There's there's no shelter out no. there, and I think <laughs> I think the. The uh, single venue um, rallies are underrated and, and the challenge there, um, Connor mentioned about McGarty's moment with the, the signs um, and as well there always seems to be punctures that can decide decide yeah. the final spots and know that um, or get caught behind another yeah. competitor because there's mm. the, the loop system normally in them events as well too isn't there? You know, yeah so there's a there's always something there, but again, mm. the, the coverage is usually very good with the, the Northern Irish Championship events, so it's definitely going to be one worth following if, you, if you're not going down there on Saturday. Yeah, like that, the promotion behind that Northern Ireland Championship this last couple of seasons has really stepped up, you know, uh, yeah. some fantastic footage, you know, for on stage and, you know, after every stage there's uh, an update online. It's great to see it. Yeah, definitely. It's it's always very detailed as well. You you never easily miss much. So no, and it's not even just the top three or four. It's right down throughout the field. That, you know, it's always wee tidbits of information, isn't there? Yeah, so. yeah I think that's important for for the Norris, Northern Irish Championship too, because it's, mm-hmm. it's very much uh, clubman rallies. You've you've got um, people right down the field and in, in different cars. So no, it's that's good, and it's going to be an interesting one to kick off kick off that championship. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Connor, these new uh, C3s, like there's three of them there in the entry list. Like th- th- you know, for a car that's relatively new, <laughs> exciting times. It'll be interesting to see how they compare with the you know the likes of the Fiestas and the Scotus. Absolutely, very interesting. And again, in the hands of Johnny Greer, like Johnny, you know, really knows that that Citroen inside out. Um, he's been very strong in it in the last three, four years, competing over uh, what do you call it, the tarmac in Ireland. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see how he goes. And I, I certainly think he'll be up there fighting for the win. Um, and then also, actually, in the C three, we have Michael McGarty, son of Derek. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, another one to have a you know uh, certainly be keep an eye on and see how he get performs on the day. Yeah, I think um, Michael, his last few years, has definitely come on an awful lot. You know, he started off in the, the junior cars and done a few, like the likes of the dog leaping things last year in a, a R5 Fiesta. And, you know, wasn't far off the pace. So, and then um, what come Philip Allen, like Philip's quick wherever he goes to. So, yeah. you know, he can be, uh, doesn't always maybe always finish events, but <laughs> the times is normally there, thereabouts, you know, so. The, the drama is usually there, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, certainly looking at the entry list, the fight just won't be for the first and second position. I think there's going to be fights the whole way through that, you know, top 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, there should be some very interesting battles. And in that, again, if we get a wet day, there'll be a lot of tiptoeing around that circuit just to make mm-hmm. sure there's no disasters and no offs. Uh, earlier today, I caught up with Darren Curran, who's um, sitting alongside Aaron McLaughlin in the Fiesta WRC just to see how 
their preparation is gone for Kyrgyzstan. Well, we had one run, one run out before the Turkey run, the Tour of the Spares, but we only got three stages on that where we uh, retired with mechanical failure. But um, the Turkey run was our first proper run out we got the Kyrgyzstan. And how do you find adapting to the WRC? Is there much of a, an adjustment required from the R5? I, um, there's a bit of a difference on the R8. Um, as Aaron said at the end of the first stage in the Spairns, it's called the WRC car for a reason. It's for World Rally drivers. But the, it's just a complete animal for a car. Like, um, the power, power on them with straight lanes and stuff like that is serious. And the handling now is... It's just it's hard to explain until you're actually sat down there to see what they can actually do. Yeah. And from could, uh, your own point of view, Colin, the notes, you find you're having to do it any differently or speed it up? or? Um, well, things come at you quick in the R5 as it was anyways. Um, so there's not much difference really in the WRC. Carry just to keep your head down most of the time. So you do, I'm, but... Um, you had a close battle in the Turkey run with Desi Henry and John Rowan. How was the battle with Desi? Aye, that was definitely good now. And um, even Derek McGarity there until he had uh, problems in stage five there. There was only 2.1 seconds between the three of us, I think. Um, so the battle there all day was brilliant with the alert of the two boys. Um, then we done to the last stage and I don't know what Desi Henry done, but he absolutely annihilated us. We thought we had a good run, but... I know he must have done a shortcut somewhere or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, it was definitely very good now. Yeah. I know De- Desi can be mighty quick. So this weekend you're competing in Kirkiston, uh, the first round of the Northern Ireland Championship. Am I right in thinking this is the first time for both you and Aaron to compete in Kirkiston? Yeah, this is, will be the first time we've been in Kirkiston. None of us have been up battered or even, I don't even know where it's at, to be quite honest with you. But uh, no, this will be the first time the two of us has been on it. So it'll be, it'll definitely be something different for us. And have you had a chance to do any preparation for Kirkistan or has anybody given you any hints or tips or what to expect? No, I haven't really been speaking to anybody about it. And I have watched a few young cares from previous years and stuff like that. But um, that's all we really can do for us at the moment. We look at the stage maps here. They come out this evening. So, but again, it's not much good to us at the same time because they, uh, we've never been there before and we don't know what to expect really. And there's some well-known names competing at Kirkiston this weekend as well who are good at these, you know, sprint events. There's Kenny McKinstry, Derek McGarry, and also making a return is Darren Gass in the Citroen C3. Who do you think you're going to be fighting with on Saturday? Oh, jeez, I don't know. <laughs> that was a difficult question. There, as I would say, five, six divers up on there and anyone. I'm good one of like. Um, it'd be nice to be up competing with Johnny Greer in the Southern. He seems to be the man to beat at the minute. Um, and even another one there is Darren Gass who hasn't been out for a while but I'm pretty damn sure he'll be at the top as well uh, he's out in the Southern too so it'll be good to see how uh, he fares out along the Southern Absolutely and then again possible mixed weather conditions as well just to add to the, 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 the whole excitement Oh definitely the sun could be shining at 9 o'clock and it would be snowing at 11 o'clock you just wouldn't know what way it's going to go like. you just had to wait till the morning do you see and yourself and Aaron, are you registered for the Northern Ireland Championship? Are you going to plan, or, or you know, do you plan to do so, or are you waiting to see how Kirkiston goes first? No, we're definitely going to sign up for it. Eh? We'd um, we'd a good enough run on last year. We had a good battle. We nearly made it to the top three, but we just didn't get that far. So we're going to go this year and see if we can maybe make it to the top three this year. 
Right. Fair enough. Very good. And just then with yourself, Darren, any plans for, you know, any other rallies or championships this year? How's, how's your year looking? I, it's at the minute, it's pretty, pretty busy. Eh? Um, again, we'll be doing the, I'll be doing the Northern Ireland Championship with Iron, along with possibly the Isle of Man and Donegal. Um, we then have the Irish Forty Championship and the, the Dual Surface Championship. Um, possibly the BRC then, the M3, along with Kyle McBride in the R2 Fiesta. And then we have a selected round of the Irish Tarmac Championship along with Chris Armstrong and the Escort as well. So it's uh, pretty busy at the minute already now. That certainly sounds like a busy year ahead of you, Darren. Yeah, I'm sure. What is it, seven rallies now in the next six weeks, so we'll definitely be kept going on it. So that was very interesting there from Darren. He's going to be a very busy man this year. Um, so again, we got it badly wrong in Galway, but we'll have to try and do some predictions again. So I think we'll start with the Killarney Forestry. Connor, your thoughts? Who's going to be the winner? And we'll go even for the two wheel drive winner in this because, like, we know the names is <laughs> there too, you know. So, oh, Kevin, this has to be the worst part of the night. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I've got to go for Desi Henry. Um, Desi, quick man in the forests. In the R5 Fiesta, you know, I think it's going to be between him and Cahan McCourt, but I think Desi might just have the edge with just the, the mileage he has under his belt. And then looking at the rear wheel drives, I don't know, somewhere, I, I don't know, close my eyes and throw a dart, uh, somewhere between John Gordon, David Condell and Mickey Conlon. Um, <laughs> could you rule Frank Kelly out? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I wouldn't rule him out. <laughs> oh dear. That'd be a very brave man to rule Frank Kelly out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, your thoughts? Uh, oh dear. That's a tough one. Um, fuck, I think because, because Winter beat him, I, I'll go for Paddy O'Brien. Um, again, for him to come back. After not rallying for quite a while, and I think he was on uh, holidays in America right up before the Bushwhacker rally, and he, he just rocked up cool as a cucumber, um, won all but two stages, I think, um, on that rally ahead of Cassin McCourt. So, no, I think Paddy O'Brien might spring a surprise in mm-hmm. in Killarney, um, but definitely the, the others won't be, won't be far behind. Um, and two wheel drive, that's just a that's just a lottery like. But I think just because you didn't mention him, mention him, Connor, I'm gonna go for Shane McGurr. Oh the come out on top. Yes, cool, cool, cool. Right, so I suppose I have to do it too. Um <laughs> overall, I'm gonna go Catherine McCourt. Um as far as I know, he's out in the Fiesta kind of you could call it a world rally car, it's a focus engine in it. Um, uh, you kept that quiet. That's yeah. your secret weapon. Uh, <laughs> you don't you know all your cards. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of uh, rumors, whispers, or whatever you want to call it, going around that there's a mechanic car coming out of uh, the states. That it's the uh, Fiesta with the Focus engine in it. The you know the, the 2011-12 that kind of spec car. Yeah. But it's got the Focus WRC engine in it. Like if the stages are fast. It may suit that. Like Desi Henry in a Rally 2 Fiesta, again, Desi hasn't been in the woods maybe for a wee while, but they always go fast there. Patrick O'Brien, like huge talent. And we've seen in the Bushwhacker, not scared to 
for the flat out stuff, like that in car from uh Luck Run, like would put the hairs up in the back of your neck. But I just I just think McCourt may have the car just to take it a wee bit further. Uh two wheel drive. Frank Kelly, you know, the, the man's been there, done that with his Millington and all too. Uh McGurr as well. And Halrington, like Lunatic as well. It's just fantastic. Every event that you you see them names down the entry list, you know, you, you want to stand and wait and char 26, 27, and 28 or whatever it is coming along. But yeah. uh, I'll probably put the vex on Frank, but I'll go with Frank for the two points, right? Yeah. So, and then we have to then, Kirkston, overall, who are we looking at for the overall one, Kirkston? Uh, we will go with Adam. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I think the sense all about there is Johnny, Johnny Greary's the Northern Irish champion from last year and I think he'll be um, burning off a bit of anger for from missing Galway as well um, earlier on this month so yeah I'll, I'll go for Johnny Greer Okay and Connor your thoughts on it? Yeah it'll be kind of the same it'll be somewhere between Johnny Greer and uh, what do you call it young Stephen Wright um, but again can you rule out Darren Gass? He was second last time he appeared in Kirkiston. So, you know, could pull something. I know it's been a while and I'm, I'm, I'm what do you call it? I'm sure he's rusty, but um, he's a damn quick man when he gets behind the wheel. So I don't know. Uh, if I had to put the money down, Johnny Greer. Yeah, I think Full House and Johnny Greer. So that's he's probably not what he won, but <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Uh, like Johnny was sensational last year in the, the Northern Ireland Championship. Himself and Daisy Henry were streets ahead of everybody else. Uh, interesting now just to see what the difference is from the R5 to the Rally 2 sector. And will it be, will it be, will there be teething issues with it? Or, you know, I'm, I'm guessing there'll be a bit of testing done in the car beforehand. But yeah, I just, I think it's fascinating to see all these new cars coming out. So uh, yeah. yeah, go away, go with Greer as well on that one. So, yeah. right, if anybody else wants to, Offer their opinion who they think is going to win. We're more than welcome to hear your opinions. <laughs> <laughs> so, once again, uh, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you've enjoyed it. And until the next time, take care, speak soon, and bye.